Welcome back to the Embodied Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Meads. I am so stoked. We are recording part two of a dope-ass interview all about self-expression, claiming your fame, taking up space, letting yourself unapologetically shine. I'm here with Sam Altieri. We recorded part one on her show, so you're going to want to make sure that you go to her show. I'll put the link in the description to dive into the first part of this epic collaboration, but Welcome to the Embodied Leadership Podcast. I'm so stoked to have you here. Thanks, Queen. I'm stoked. I mean, the first part of our convo was like legendary and I'm like, oh my gosh, like let's just keep going. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's so beautiful connecting with someone like yourself where we're just like, oh my gosh, like there's so much overlap in just like the way in which we are oriented in the world and it's just like such a beautiful thing and and I guess to like kind of carry forward the conversation, you know, when we're, when we're really talking about like this piece around being like, okay, I love attention. I have the deep core knowing that like, I'm here to be famous for my work. Like there, of course, is so many, there are so many narratives at play that like convince us that that's like somehow wrong or shameful, or like, we should like not say that out loud. And I'm so curious, like what for you has been like, it, how has it been for you to just like unapologetically allow that to like take the center stage to be like, yeah, this is a part of what I'm fucking here to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny is like, like we obviously kicked off the convo on my podcast and we we're like, okay, I want, I was born to be on stage. I was born to fucking be a public figure. I was born to like make massive change in the world. It's really not about like the next financial milestone in business. Like, yeah, obviously that's fucking fun, but like the context is bigger, right? Like the, the, the context is not like, let me hit my next big month. It's actually for me anyways, it's fun to do that. And the context is way fucking bigger. Mm. And I think being in, being in big rooms, like going to concerts or like I went to Tony Robbins last year and that was really like eye opening. Um, I saw Abraham Hicks earlier this year in person. Like I was starting to get myself into these spaces because I felt drawn to be in them. And what, happened inside of me was this like, holy shit, you're supposed to do this. Like, and my mind was like, um, okay. You know, but my body, like my whole fucking body was lit up. I was like, oh my God, this is Mm. amazing. Like, and every time I close my eyes and visualize like my big vision, it's always me on stage with a mic. There's never not a scenario in which I'm not with a mic or that I'm like not dancing on stage. I, and it like, this has been revealed to me in many ways through whether it's breath work, whether it's uh, visualizations, whether it's meditation, whether it's um, doing Akashic records readings with my own guides, whether it's talking to my guides, I've had multiple readers tell me the same thing. They don't, they don't know each other. And I've also known this to be true. And when they said it to me, like, I remember I did my, I had my first reading in like 2021 and she was like, oh wow, like you are here to do big things. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I know. You know, like kind of this like timid, like I hadn't really owned that yet. And I feel like I was also still talking from like the neck up. Like I wasn't like in my power. <laughs> I was like, yeah. But then things kept happening to affirm that there's this bigness. There's this like, whoa, like it's not mm. just about like how big can I fill the Zoom room? It's like, 
no, I'm actually here to change the whole fucking world and like go on tour and be on stage. And like, I was using the analogy of like, okay, imagine if Tony Robbins, Abraham Hicks, Nicki Minaj, Beyonce, like Louise Hay, like I'm just naming all these people, right? Like all these like big thought leaders, industry leaders, people that have a persona, Mm. Oprah, like that is like, you know, like we're never going to get the purpose, the perfect, like it's this person plus this person plus this person equals me. No, obviously. But that's just what I felt called to for so long. I just was thinking so small. Yes. And then I started to let myself be seen by even my own mentors or by just having these types of conversations with like my guides. And it's all big, 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 Mm -hmm. big. Like, like you're meant to do big things. This is blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you know, and the, the little like inner child piece that's like scared to be like, well, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, I know, but like, how do I get there? And like, blah, 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 you know, like the human kicks in and blah, 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 blah. So I would say like, it has been this deep inner knowing, but also before that inner knowing happened, it was a deep sense of feeling like I didn't belong, mm. of feeling like I didn't fit in and like not being able to relate to my peers. And I, I swear to you, it's only been in the past maybe two years that I feel like I've actually found my core people. I still have like best friends from home, you know, but I'm talking like people that can see the vision for me and with me and hold me in it. And I didn't have that before. So like, I kind of felt a little crazy, Mm -hmm. you know? And so even to just hope to inspire someone that is listening in right now to like your big dreams aren't crazy. Your big dreams are really there on purpose. And I hope that this is like permission to go fucking after them because maybe you weren't supposed to fit in. Maybe you were born to stand out. Yes. Oh, I love all of that so much. There's like, yeah, this deep calling and it's like when you dissolve and dismantle like the narratives that have perhaps convinced you that it's shameful or wrong to want that thing and you actually allow that part of you that longs to be seen to be expressed it's so liberating and I remember you know it was probably about a year ago naming out loud with one of my mentors like I know I'm here to be famous for my work and immediately I felt this like oh And, you know, it's so interesting because around this time, you know, it was about a year ago, I started to really untangle my my own experience from the coaching industry and allow myself to recognize that, like, what I'm here to do is so much fucking bigger than, like, what is considered to be the coaching industry. What I'm here to do is so much fucking bigger than Instagram. Like, I don't have an Instagram business, yo. Instagram is a one way in which I share my body of work with the world, but I'm not a fucking content creator. I'm not an Instagram person. Like, I'm not a, I'm not, like, I actually don't even like identifying with the coaching industry because I'm like, what I'm here to do is so much fucking bigger and it's not to shit on any of those other pieces because if if those are like your – if that's your path, fuck yeah. Like total support. I love that for you. But for me, listening to you speak, I'm like, yes, it's like the the thing that was so helpful for me in this process as well was actually looking to people who – 
I that aren't in the coaching and I mean Tony Robbins technically I guess is in a sense but like I feel like he's he's like he's on his own fucking planet you know and looking to people who are doing really huge fucking things in the world have huge missions huge movements are creating a massive legacy and essentially what was happening previously is I was like almost waiting to act like that, like act as though that was me. It was like, oh, once I get to that one place, then I can embrace that. And it was like, no, no, no. How you get there is by being it fucking now and being like, I am here for bigness, for greatness, to be seen, to be famous for my work. And it's been, you know, just like kind of caveat that with a bit of a shadow for me is like when I started my new Instagram account last year, you know, I went from having like, you know, over 10,000 followers, which to some people is like not a lot. But for me, like that was like a, a great size audience. A lot of fucking people. If you were in a stadium with 10,000 people, yeah. you'd be like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. And when I started my new Instagram account, which was just like something my soul told me to do, it made no logical sense. It's been a, it's been an interesting journey for my ego to be like, all I want, I'm here to be seen in massive ways. And like by, you know, by typical, like, standards like I still have a pretty small account in comparison and so it's actually been such a practice for me recently to be like oh more is coming and to not get stuck in the weeds of what I can currently see in front of me yeah yeah I feel this on such a deep level because like not from the like from the context of like I do have a big audience I've spent the past like god I don't even know how many almost a decade building that audience right And also it's funny because like I spent a lot of time last year being like, oh, the algorithm, you know, like, Mm. and just like being in that. And then like something just clicked in me and I was like, it doesn't matter. It's so fucking stupid. Like who cares? Like when I'm (laughs) this won't matter because I'm well known. And so the content just does its job, you know, like why, why am I trying to prove that I know things and I'm good and the blah, blah, blah. And it was this whole shift for me. And when you were talking about the like, oh, wow, it's like having a big impact and having a small audience. It's like, oh, like letting that be true. And also like there's also instances where people have a huge audience and they're they're actually like not yes. doing anything. Exactly, you know? yep. Like, <laughs> metrics mean shit. Yep. And what what is really interesting is because like the, it's like when you know that there's this big, 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 big fire in you and it's like, you didn't come here to be average or mediocre or like do the thing, the conventional thing, or just, you know, be an entrepreneur. But you're like, no, no, no. I'm like here to do the thing. (laughs) Emphasis, all caps lock, the. Like, and also having the life experience that you've had, that I've had. Like, I feel like this is the fucking perfect storm. Like, I can't wait to literally know you in like 20 years when we're like, remember when we recorded that podcast about the fact that we're going to be famous and now we're famous? Like, oh, so <laughs> was like sipping like champagne on a yacht in France. Just yeah. like, we're we fucking, we're doing it, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's like you said, it's like realizing that I had this realization when, cause I spoke on stage last week for the first time to like 60, 70 people. And it felt like so natural, so easy. I blacked out for it. Like it was so fun. Like it was just like, I was pure in flow, you know? And I'm like, 
I don't feel this way when I make my Instagram reels, you know, mm-hmm. like when I make my Instagram reels from content that where I blacked out, I've had the fucking best time of my life. I do. But also, <laughs> like there's a bigness, you know, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of women, at least a lot of the clients that work with me, and I feel like this is probably true for you too. They're already like successful, you know, like they're yeah. already doing big things, but they're like, yeah, I know. Like everyone on the outside thinks it's like big, but it's like the thing I really want to do is big. I want to host live events. I want to be on stage. I want to go on tour. Like, and a lot of my people are doing this, you know, or they're in the process of building this and creating this and like setting the tour date, you know, or scheduling the venue. And it's like, yo, this shit is like next level identity work. It really is realizing that you're actually already this public figure, this, whether it's fame or not, it's this bigness. You already are that now. Mm. And act like it. (laughs) And don't be lost in the weeds of like, I need to put the right hashtag on my Instagram post. It's like, guys, like, come on, you know, like go bigger with your Mm -hmm. questions, go bigger with where you're focusing your attention and your energy and focus on what is actually going to move you closer to that big thing. Don't get lost in the weeds, you know, because Mm -hmm. it's easy to go there when you're not in a big room, when you're not having these big conversations, like the one we're having, which is like, actually has the potential to be life-changing for you to see, wait, this is lighting a fire in me. Wait, this is true for me too. Wait, you know, because I've had this knowing for probably five years now of like, oh no, I haven't even gotten up to warm up. I'm not even on, I'm not even at home plate. I haven't even started my warm up. I'm still in the goddamn fucking dugout and I feel this good. Like how good can it be? How big can we go? And it's like mm-hmm. the work is coming through, you know? Absolutely. Well, and it, like you said, it's really this piece around identity, right? And that's so much of the work that I feel like you and I both do with our clients is this identity development because it's like so often people get it twisted where they're like, okay, once the thing happens, then I'll feel X, Y, and Z. But it's like, no, 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 you, you be it now. And then the thing comes as a result of what you embody on an identity level. And the identity work, you know, is it can be so fun and it can be playful and it can be pleasurable and it can be really epic and it can be challenging and it can be confronting. And I think that that's partially why some people try to skip it and they're like, oh, like, I'll just like, I'll just like kind of like fuck around and try to find out in this other way. And it's like, yeah, that might work for some people, which is great. But I think whether it's in the beginning of people's journey or they loop back around to it, it always comes back to like deepening the identity, expanding upon who you truly are and like creating a capacity within your nervous system, your body, your mind, your spirit to be actually to be able to hold the vastness of your vision. And it's like, you know, for me, I, God, I've been on such a fucking wild journey this past year. And for those of the people in this community that have been along for the ride, I've seen the fucking roller coaster and the fucking ego deaths and all of it. And, you know, I'm finally coming back to a place where it feels like I'm really claiming these pieces that we've been talking about, both on your show and on this show together. And it's like, what do I get to create from the place of? not trying to prove anything to anyone and actually just being the fullest expression of who the fuck I actually am. And, and, you know, it's like really getting to the root of what 
lies behind that true vision of success. And one of the things that, and I'm maybe, I'm not sure if this resonates with you, Sam, but I know for me, when I started to really embrace my true vision of success, I was like, okay, I'm not afraid of being seen. Like that is not a true statement for me. Like I fucking love being seen. So I was like, well, what is actually going on here for me? And for me, what I was discovering was I was actually on some level afraid of the responsibility that would come with that level of success because with great success comes great responsibility. And my subconscious was going, oh, success, uh, that level of success and responsibility actually means that my freedom is going to go away because I'm such a freedom seeker. And so when I started to like, again, peel back these layers, and then there was a deeper one too of like, oh, I'm not afraid of being seen. I'm actually afraid of like my character being misrepresented if the re- if certain people f- come across my work and think that I'm a bitch or I'm full of myself or I just care about money or whatever the fucking narrative is. And I, when I got to the root of those fears, um, which were part a huge part of my process over this past year, I started to be able to liberate myself from them and recognize like, okay, well, actually with, that level of responsibility, actually, I create more freedom for myself because I, the more wealthy I am, the more options I have, and I fucking get to do whatever I want. And well, you know what? I already know what it feels like to be bullied and have my character misrepresented. I've had myself, I've been called out. I've had people try to cancel me. I know how to handle it. So like, fuck it. I have nothing to lose and everything to gain. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I mean, 100% on all fronts. Like, I think I navigated that maybe end of last year, like mm-hmm. through this, like really reclaiming those pieces of like, so what if I am full of myself? Like, what if I do love myself? Like, what if I do want to be seen? Like, what if blah, 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 blah. And realizing like the, I had also a fear of responsibility or like a fear of like, I can't handle it. Like, mm. because it's, like there's a weight that comes with knowing that you're here to do really big things. And I think there can be a discussion around like, yeah, but like, how, how do I do this? Like, how do I hold all that? Right. And, uh, Ben Hardy, I think, right. Uh, wrote a book. I think it was him called who, not how it, it's not about how, like, yes, there is a how component, but it's more about who, who is going to help you get there. Is it team? Is it mentors? Like, because when you realize like the bigness of your vision is in you, you're the visionary, mm. we are the visionaries. Right. And so we need visionaries need other visionaries to help them hold their vision because they're going to be delegating and they're going to be giving shit to team and like X, Y, and Z. Right. And so we need someone who's not that much farther ahead, a few steps ahead. Maybe that's six months ahead, three months. It's, it's just that you're, you're kind of like walking in the footsteps of like, look, I'm guiding you on the journey. I'm learning all the things. I'm also growing equally as fast, if not faster so that I can catch you up to speed. And I feel like, Whoa, like, and so I think for me realizing like all of my clients started coming to me. They're all like fucking and talented and incredible. Like there's nothing wrong. It's more about holding them in their vision, giving them space to go bigger. Right. Mm. And like not being intimidated by that, but being excited at the opportunity to step deeper into leadership and knowing that there's going to be people along the way that are planted in your life or that you know or whatever that are going to come and scoop you up and be like, hey, I can help you here. I can do that. You know, like, mm. and just trusting that, well, we've gotten ourselves here. You've gotten yourself here. You have the team you do, or, you know, if you're wherever you are in your journey, like, 
you've navigated yourself to here. So like, why can't you do it to the next level? Like, and plus you're going to have more support. You're going to have more, a bigger team and your team is going to actually do that. And Mm. it's like learning how to be in leadership in that way too. So Mm. yeah, I feel you girl. Yeah. And like that to, to much of what you've shared either in like part one, maybe it was even in part of this uh, or in this particular part as well, but there's this real importance of surrounding yourself with people who expand you and who illuminate like the, the vastness of who you truly are. Because it's, I know that for me in my journey, the seasons where maybe I like am not like working with someone very closely, or I'm like really just in my own shit it's yeah. so easy to like play in your own mediocrity. And then when you get into the room with like a one-on-one mentor or you're in a membership or you're you're like in a group program or whatever, maybe you're listening to podcasts like this, like whatever it is, wherever you're receiving support, it reminds you that what you truly desire and the big dreams that you have aren't fucking crazy because society will tell you that it is like your, your past may tell you that it is. And it's like when you start to immerse yourself in spaces that help you actually see that like what your soul is pulling you towards, not only does it already exist in some capacity because you have people that are literal, literal pillars of possibility that like, Hey, this exists for you. But it's like, I don't know. I just, I think that there is like that whole like cliche saying is like, you are, you are like the the people you spend the most time with. And it's like, yeah, like, and in that, don't be surprised if when you initially come across certain people, you judge them or you envy them or you're triggered by them because Typically when that happens, and I've learned this so many times, it's literally all it is is a mirror and an invitation to claim the parts of myself that long to be seen. So Mm. if I'm like, if I've ever been like, wow, that person's whatever, or like I'm judging someone, I'm like, where the fuck am I not embracing this within myself? And the moment you can like allow that part of yourself to be expressed and seen, it's like, Oh yeah, that's like my golden sh- part of my golden shadow. Like it, 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 it's actually a part of me that gets to exist too. And it's like also making peace with the fact that, like, yeah, as you claim this big vision, there might be people who think you're full of yourself, and so fucking what? Like, so what? <laughs> yeah, and you know, like nobody that's rooting for you and holding you in your vision is ever going to judge you as being too much. You know, they're never going to think you're full yes. of yourself. They're going to encourage you, like. And to your point, like I actually, I haven't been a day without mentorship. I went a phase in my life, um, end of last year where I wasn't with mentorship. And I noticed like literally everything just went downhill. I am somebody who needs high proximity, close mentorship. And for me, I also like to work with my clients in that way because Mm -hmm. I know they're all big visionaries. And so it's like right now, if you have this big vision and you are not working with someone that is doing you, that is costing you that's costing you money. It, it's not, mm. oh, it, it co- it's expensive or no, 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 no. It is costing you money to not invest. Of course it is because you are playing small. You are playing, like you said, in your mediocrity. If you don't have someone who is like, yo, let's go. You fucking got this bigger, think bigger, go bigger. This is where you can expand. Blah, 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 blah. You're just in your blah, blah, blah. 
you know, like that's not going to feel good when your head hits the pillow at night. That's not going to mm. feel good when you wake up in the morning and you're just like, oh, you, like that, that growth, like that feeling of settling. It's like, I personally am somebody who's living on the edge of expansion at all times. Like I am all in, that is how I live my life. And so obviously I've made investments, you know, in mentors who aren't that far ahead of me, but that can guide me and challenge me and be like, oh, well, I guess you're going to host a thousand person event. And I'm like, oh, are we not? Okay, great. Cool. Right? But I needed someone who had big, who had the bigness to hold that for me or else I would have been like, like exactly what you said of like, oh, I have to wait until blank until I can finally do that. It's like, no, we get to do it right now. You know, like, mm. oh, I'll write a book one day. It's like, what is one day? You know, like, yeah. now, you know, like start putting the Google doc thing together now. Like, and oftentimes that takes like just having someone to hold you in it because it is going to make you kick and scream and fight your way into it because we just humans love the same, you know, we mm -hmm. love to be in our comfort zones. Even if we're outside of our comfort zone a little bit, like our minds are going to tell us like, no, that's too much. You don't need that. Blah, 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 blah. Like all the illogical things, the ego will kick in, but you'll know, you'll feel drawn to the person because their energy is bigger or whatever. Like they activate you in some capacity. And like, you have to trust that you have to mm -hmm. trust that where you're being called and where you're being led, even if it doesn't make any logical sense, you know, if you're talking yourself out of it, follow the curiosity, follow the poll, drop into their DMs, like literally, because that's your person. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. And it's like really tr learning to trust like the pulse of your soul over the like limitations of your mind, because you know, it's, it's like when we're embracing this true vision of success, when we're allowing ourselves to like really step into the legacy that we're here to create in the world, it's like we have to be willing to dream bigger than what we see in front of us. And we have to be willing to make moves beyond what feels the most comfort comfortable in the in the in the present moment as well. And I just feel like this whole conversation has been like such an arc of what life gets to look like when you really learn to embrace your unapologetic self and to like really just allow the like kaleidoscope of your being to be the, your true signature to success and like let yourself be big, let yourself shine and and whatever way that looks like for you, right? Like I oftentimes say too, you know, you don't have to be like the loudest person to be liberated in your expression. Maybe your liberated expression looks like embracing your softness more or embracing your femininity more or whatever it is. Like you don't need to be like, wow, like maybe we are like, we're like really loud. We want to be seen in huge ways. And maybe that's not how you are here to be received in the world, but finding what is your truth and letting it be unapologetically expressed is where true fucking liberation lies. Yeah. Amen to that. It's just like not making yourself wrong, not feeling like you have to be somebody else to be successful or to claim what you want. Like, because I, I don't know about you, but like, I actually don't know. I haven't met them yet, but I don't know anyone that's like higher energy than me. Like in terms mm. of like, mentors. And that is like a weird thing to say, but I'm like, I, I just don't 
right now. You know, I, I know that like my current mentors, like they can hold my big energy and they can hold my big vision. And so they don't have to be like super loud and expressed and like wild, but I, I also haven't yet experienced that. And I'm like, that's so interesting. And so there was part of me at one point that was like, am I, should I, uh, should I like calm it down a little bit? You know? (laughs) Yeah. I've been there so many times. (laughs) And I'm like, no, because that would be not authentic to me. Like, am I like this? Like when I'm sitting in my bedroom? No, like I'm a human, but when I'm in podcast mode, when I'm in coach Mm. mode, when I'm in speaker mode, I am in this alter ego of like, I'm here to activate, you know, like that's my fucking mission. And so it is this, like, it's like just owning that, that part of your personality gets to come out and don't make it wrong. Don't try to be, just let it be. And it take it took me a while to accept that this is who I am because when I listen to myself back on podcasts or when I see myself on stage, I'm like, oh, whoa, you know. <laughs> but I, I've learned to. It's like when someone sees photos of themselves and they cringe. Mm. I used to cringe. Listen to my own podcast. I used to cringe seeing photos of myself. I used to cringe being on video, and now I'm like, ah, I just laugh. I'm like, look at her look at her go, you know, like, yes, it's it's really fun now to just be like, that is like a persona that I play in these roles. Because if I was like that all the time, I would be, I would be dead. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) it's like where the, and I think you're a Manny Jun too, right? Yes. Okay. So it's like manifesting generators are meant to use all their energy. So they get to the end of the day and they're exhausted. And that's actually what I'm really leaning into is like, well, how do I use my energy during the day, during the week, in my life, in the year, like what is actually going to make me light the fuck up internally, but also light the world the fuck up too, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I always say like, I'm like a passionate golden retriever puppy. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, that's like very accurate. I can see if you were to incarnate again, as a dog, it would 1 million percent be a golden retriever. Like, I see yeah. your tail wagging right now. Like, it's so cute. <laughs> uh, I'm so grateful for this conversation. And one thing I always ask everyone when they come on the show is, what does being an embodied leader mean to you? Oh, man. I mean, it's like, to me, embodied leadership is really like, who are you when the doors closed? Mm, yep. It's like, if you were to put a camera in my room right now, like I would be half speaking like this and half dancing in an outfit in the mirror, looking at myself being like, you're a bad bitch. You know, like whether the camera's on me or not, like that's just what I, I love moving my body. I love dancing. And so it's really like, who are you when no one's watching? you know, and owning that. And I think that's the best. That's people feel that they feel that embodiment. They feel that authenticity. They feel that integrity when, when you show up as that, because Mm. then you don't have to prove anything. And, you know, behind a paywall, when they work with you, they know what they're going to get. It's like what you see is, I remember a client once said on like a testimonial, like, what you see is what you get. Like Sam's the real fucking deal. Like who she is online is who she is in person and who she in in her containers. And I was like, damn thank you for that like I knew that but just even getting the feedback I'm like yeah actually that is what it is like and that's what it's Mm. about I want to know that 
when I invest all this money that I'm going to, I'm going to get the person that's there, you know, and there's not this like different thing that happens. Like, I just mm. want to know, like I'm safe to. Yes. To mm. Yes. So fucking beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing all of your magic. And I'm so excited for people to connect with you further. I'll make sure that all of your links and all the beautiful ways that people can connect with you and work with you are also in the show notes, including your podcast. And thank you so much to everyone for tuning into this two-part series. This was such an experiment for the both of us. And we both, I feel like, had so much fucking fun. So feeling so grateful and full of love. And thank you so much for being here, Sam. And thank you so much to everyone for listening as well. Yeah, thank you guys. And please like don't be a stranger online. Like come say hi. I love that shit so much. Like it's so fun just connecting with all of our audiences and communities. And yeah, thank you, Rage, for having me. This is I loved this. It's so fun that this was literally an experiment and we had so much fun doing it, which tells me that it was a complete success. If it was Absolutely. fun and we were laughing <laughs> and like we're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah like then we're good yes oh so beautiful and on that note that means if you're listening and there's something that you're like i don't know if this is gonna work but it feels like maybe i should do it fucking do it because i bet you're gonna have a ton of fun and it's gonna be epic so love y'all and i'll see you soon 